Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Are you ready? Yo, what up, what up? It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? What's going on? You're listening to the Up and Up podcast. I am your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. Feeling good? It's Friday. Friday afternoon. TGIF. Yeah. I I love doing episodes on Friday. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because you know? after we can just, you know, get it popping, right? <laughs> yeah, <I'll> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So for those of you first time listeners, um, you know, hence the name Up and Up. Uh, this is a platform created to cultivate the culture, um, keep people on the up and up, keep people um, striving and, you know, going after what they want, but also highlighting those who are going after what they want, um, their visions, their goals, their dreams, and, you know, just, just staying on it, man. man you know what bro. I mean? I swear, you'd be outdoing yourself at that. <sighs> you know, I'm just trying to let them know how it is. And then um, I also want to obviously always shout out the listeners, um, the viewers, the supporters, um, those who have just been, you know, g- you know, giving that support to us. Um, you know, we appreciate it. And, you know, just make sure you make sure you rate, subscribe, review. I, I love that. the reviews yeah. because it gives us like, you know, immediate feedback on exactly. episodes. So we'd love to hear that. Um, so now getting that out the way, today's guest that we have. Uh, I'm excited about this one, man. I'm Me really too, excited man. about this one. I'm excited about all the guests, but this one in particular, because I know we can learn a lot from this Definitely. from this woman. Um, I would say today's guest is a woman. I would say she exemplifies what it means to live life on the up and up. Um, I would say so. Um, I would say someone who's spent a great deal of time working um, and helping companies and organizations, you know, build their brands as a strategist. Um, she's worked with companies anywhere from, you know, Rough Riders Entertainment to MTV Networks and, and various other corporations. Wow. Um, and overall, I would say she's someone who, who built her own brand and w- with the hopes that she can empower others to build, to build theirs, right? Build their own. I'm all for it, man. Our guest is none other than the lovely and talented Breon Barron. Thank you. Guys. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> How's that? Was that good? Okay, that was good. I'm getting better. I'm getting better, man. I'm getting better on these rollouts. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be here. Man, we're happy Happy to have have you. you. For sure. For sure. Um, So, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen, you know, an episode or two. Usually we start the show with a quote of the day. Um, you know, get our minds right, get the vibe right, like and, and and they always come from my brother over here. You know, he's a man of quotes. So, w- what you got for us today, my oh man? God. All right, man. So today, the quote is: "The true mark of a professional or of professionalism is the ability to respect everyone else for their styles mm-hmm. and always find something positive in every experience and highlight it in your thoughts and words." Mm. Ooh, mm. I can dig it. Yeah. Mm. So. That's that's a good quote. That one stuck with me today. I like yeah, that. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I'm always excited to hear what you got. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, but yeah, to kind of framework that, the, the quotes obviously we use them to transition into our guests, um, their stories, what they're providing, and um, something that stuck out to me about that quote was it talks a lot about understanding at the end of the day, exactly. understanding and respecting yeah. other people's um, ways and, and visions at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So so for you, um, Bree, I call you Bree. Is that cool? Absolutely. Okay. So for you, Bree, um, you know, being that you're in that realm of of branding and being in that in that field in that industry, um, what where did that kind of start for you? Like, where did you, where did you grow up, and kind of where did that start for you? How would you say? Mm, um, 
I think my interest in branding developed, I didn't even know at the point, at that point that it was an interest in branding, but it started when I was in school probably. Mm. Um, all throughout like my entire academic career from elementary school through grad school, I went to private school. So okay. I was used to being mm. like the one of few in the room like me, racially, okay. socioeconomically, yes. yeah, culturally. Yes. Um, but I was also very introverted. And I think it was around high school that I realized um, that people were going to have stereotypes of me or make assumptions about who I was, where I came from, what I was capable of. Yeah. Um, that manifests as like microaggressions yes. or jokes mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. But, um, and you grew up. Where I grew up in Seattle. Up in I Seattle. was born okay. and raised in Seattle. Shout mm-hmm. out to Seattle. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, always, always. Um, and I think at the time, like because I was so shy, like I didn't really know how to defend myself from that, or yeah. or kind of take ownership over my own story mm. in that context, especially because it wasn't um, it wasn't aggressive. It was subtle. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think I realized at one point that I needed to learn how to speak up for myself and also kind of craft the impression that people had of me yes. and be strategic about that. Yes. Um, and so I started seeking out leadership positions. I started learning about how people get information, like mm. what shapes our ideas about the world around us. Mm-hmm. And that's where I developed an interest in uh, in journalism and mass communications okay. originally. So it, was, so it was kind of the, the art of communication yeah. and, and the science behind it. Sounds like the science behind communication was something that really interested you. Yeah, yeah. just, you know, how do we learn to communicate with one another? Like, where do we get these ideas from? And mm. I felt like if I could learn how to manipulate that kind of storytelling practice, mm-hmm. then I would have more control over my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that translated to me wanting to help others in my position do mm. that as well. So was, and I loved writing. I love all kind of creative media, always a creative thinker. Yeah. So I was like, if I can make an impact like that and do the things that I enjoy doing, then that's my calling, right? So mm. it started when I was really young. And then um, I started studying like media studies and stuff throughout college, mm-hmm. just learning more about marketing and advertising in that whole world. Um, and, and then just started practicing to build up my skill set, doing internships yeah. and stuff like that. So that's, that's kind of where it started really yeah. as a protection mechanism for myself, like to make sure that mm-hmm. my experience was what I wanted it to be. And then I learned how powerful it was for wow. others. So. Yeah. When you know, your, think, when you know yourself, yeah. When yeah. You know yourself, they I can't, <laughs> they can't, they can't touch you, you know, right, exactly. they can't, yeah. they can't shake exactly. you for sure. That's dope. How like you, it started from you defending yourself yeah. and then you took it above and beyond and started making an impact, you know? So mm. yeah, that's yeah. dope. I mean, yeah. and no, to touch on that, um, branding is a form of defense. If you really look at it, right. Um, you're pro- like, they always say, protect the brand, protect the brand, protect <laughs> yeah, the man, brand, yeah. right? Like, you know, you hear companies say that all the time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's dope that you can see that in yourself, right? Let me protect yeah. myself first mm-hmm. before I can try to protect anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Through branding. Yeah, I mean, it has to start there, I think. Um, Self-awareness is kind of like my kind of core value. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think self-awareness, but people might not really realize that self-awareness is about knowing how you relate to other people. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not just about knowing yourself. It's Mm -hmm. about knowing, like, how you come across to others. Like, are you communicating your intent the way that you want to? Like, Mm -hmm. are you presenting yourself effectively Mm -hmm. for other people to understand you? So it's all about relationships at the end of the day and that's what branding is really about yeah so. no that's real that's real i think yeah, definitely. i think that is the biggest thing and, and it kind of goes into my next question so obviously branding does take a great deal of understanding um and i guess you can say compromise mm-hmm. right it can, um, yeah. um and so at what point did you kind of obviously you you touched on it but like what were some like maybe moments where you knew okay i'm actually exercising that right now mm. i know consciously that i'm exercising this 
this balance of understanding, but also compromising and getting what I want across? Ooh. Um, well, one time that made me really think about it was I was I went to college in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I was out there, I was taking a class in, um, it was called Multimedia Uses of Oral History. And so part of what we would do is like choose subjects and, and conduct oral history interviews with them, um, asking them questions where, you know, we could basically learn their story mm-hmm. and, and just learning how to ask questions in a way that yielded storytelling yeah. answers as opposed to just yes or no answers. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in that class and I interviewed a guy who, um, he was like an urban fashion designer okay. in New York for a, a well-known brand back in the 90s and 2000s. And, and so I'm interviewing him. I'm thinking I'm going to ask him questions. Mm. And, and he asks me, um, you know, what do you want to do? Mm. Like, what is the thing that you want to do? And at the time, I've got like a ton of interests. I'm naming off hella stuff, yeah. thinking yeah. like, oh, I'm yeah. so multifaceted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can do it all. Let me tell you all the things I can do. And, um, and so I, I finished rattling off all this stuff. And then he goes, no, but like, what do you want to do at the end of the day? Like, what are you going to be remembered for? Facts. And he was like, you know, you got to make sure that you're not a jack of all trades, master of none. Mm. And I think that was the first time that I'd heard that quote. It stuck out to me because up to that point, I'm thinking that there's value to doing it all, so Mm. to speak. Um, And it wasn't until I'm standing in front of a person who may have access to an opportunity for me, who may be able to give me resources that I need, who's basically asking me, who am I? Mm. And I didn't have a concrete answer Mm. and I think that was one of the moments in in my life when I was like branding is important because you have to be able to articulate simply and clearly Mm. what you're here for Mm -hmm. because you never know who you're talking to we're we're all we're all our own brands at the end of the day you know it's not just a business term it's it's a real deal you know you're yeah you got to control your appearance and how in your image right representation bro yeah like you know for sure yeah 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 definitely um and so so that's dope. That's dope that you, I mean, obviously you got a chance to experience that, um, you know, while you were in school over there in New York. So let's get to, you know, let's get to kind of, I want to get to kind of the work experiences that you've yeah. had, right? Um, you know, you frameworked kind of the engine behind what pushed you towards your calling, if you want to say that. Right. Um, but what was like that first experience, right? That first work experience that you had where you were like, oh shit, I'm really doing it. It's funny because it, so I originally started a business while I was still a sophomore in college. Okay. Um, I'm a self-taught graphic designer. Okay. And I went to a liberal arts school, so I, I didn't like study like practical techniques in marketing or branding. I was doing um, other stuff. Okay. But um, I've always loved illustrating and visual arts. And so I was in a class and one of my professors who was a, a, an important mentor of mine, he was about to deliver a talk on campus and he wanted a, a flyer designed to promote that talk. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I could if I could work something up. And I designed something for him. Was just learning Photoshop at the time. Like, had asked my mom to find the creative suite somewhere for mm-hmm. me. And she, like, found it on eBay for $150. Hey, shout out moms. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I had this software, and I'm, like, trying it out. And I designed this flyer for him and show it to him. And he was, like, blown away by it. And we put it up all over campus. And the, the talk got a great turnout and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the first moments where I was, like, I have – a skill set that I could develop to, you know, to help other people amplify mm. their message. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so that's when I was like, I want to do this kind of work for people who um, don't have the budget for like 
marketing agencies or graphic designers. So originally I was working with activists, educators, like mm. people who were really focused on the message. Mm. I wanted to give them the visuals that they needed mm -hmm. to, to really put what they were doing out there. So in, in um, like 2012, I started my first company at that point it was called Bree Dimensional Images. And I was doing um, graphic design for nonprofits. Okay. Um, I was doing it while I was in school and basically learning how to be a business owner at the same time. Yeah, so self-taught. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Self-taught. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So sure. I did that, um, closed that down after a couple of years so that I could get more work experience um, and then relaunched Branding by Brie uh, just two years ago now in 2016. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's dope. That's dope. And, uh, you know, I ask you these questions because uh, when people watch or listen to these episodes, um, they need to understand that reflecting is a big part of knowing where you're going. Right. Mm -hmm. The fact that you can just reflect on that and give us the details in terms of yeah. not only what you did, but how it helped you, how it yeah. impact you now. Right. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, we, we talk about branding like <laughs> every All motherfucking day, bro. <laughs> All the time. All man. the time. Man. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, for sure. So um, now you did have a little bit of experience um, working in the entertainment industry. Correct? Yeah. Um, is that different from what you, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a transition from what you were doing early on. Yeah. Um, so how, what was that like? What did that look like <laughs> for you? Well, um, so the way that it happened was I, I went to college in a town called Yonkers, well, Bronxville, but okay. it's like right next to a town called Yonkers in New York, okay. which mm -hmm. is uh, where Rough Riders Entertainment is headquartered. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so while I was at school, um, there was a career fair. I stopped by one day. Rough Riders was there looking mm. for interns. Mm. So I stopped by, not really expecting anything. I had my resume and everything. And it just so happened that that career fair took place like a week before they were about to kind of relaunch this new label called Rough Riders Indie. Mm. Um, I think I, I think I heard about that when, when it happened. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they had okay. signed some kind of like underground rappers and some indie artists and stuff like that. We're Dope. trying to kind of revamp the brand. Dope. Um, so uh, I went to the career fair. I ended up getting an internship on the spot that day um, and started working there the next week. And I was present for the launch party for the new the, the revamp new label, of the, the brand revamp, they yeah. have like just renovated the studios so and all were, that. were you into hip-hop like rough riders and that whole thing i, I love music okay like mm -hmm. i grew up i'm i was a singer as well okay um and so oh, when nice. i was in college i was studying music but i was studying like music theory blues and jazz history like okay. i love yeah, um, yeah, yeah. having a thorough understanding of it For um sure. so i was always interested in the entertainment industry yeah. like where that creativity meets the business world etc exactly. so i was stoked to get the opportunity that's dope i remember my first day i pull up to the studio and like Swiss Beats is standing right outside. Wow. And I was like, Damn. okay, here we go. <laughs> like, really. just jumping right in. But, but, you, but you understood what you were there for. Yeah. Right? Some people, they come in these buildings and it might be something that you see all your life and you might get starstruck or whatever oh, the case yeah, is. Oh, yeah, no. But you were there for a specific reason. Like, yeah. okay, I know branding is my thing, so I'm not going to come in there and try to get a record deal, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of, of motherfuckers be trying to try that yeah. shit. You know? Absolutely. Like, no, so no that's I wasn't dope. trying to get a foot in the door for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I was excited to learn. Um, I just recognized that it was a huge opportunity. Yes. Like, I had just gotten to New York and to be able to work with a label that's recognized and stuff. Oh, was yeah. dope. So, oh, yeah. what was interesting about it was that, you know, it was they were kind of starting from a blank slate. Like, Rough Riders hadn't been active for years. Yeah. And so, I was there in a moment where it felt a lot like a startup or like a small mm. business 
because mm. they were starting fresh, mm-hmm. but it was with people who had been at the label since it was like popping. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so yeah. it was a cool environment because I had a chance to come in and like ask the right questions and like position myself to make a difference mm-hmm. um, and and build relationships with people who had great experience. Mm-hmm. So I was always in, you know, focus mode. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I was there for about a year and a half. Within a couple of months, I was like actually helping to write the marketing plans for the new artists, like doing art direction on the photo shoots and stuff. So it's just like you have to, once you get in the door, you have to be prepared to do something with the access. I think a lot of people are talking about like, you got to get a seat at the table. But like, so what do you do when you get there though? Um, Like, because you're not going to stay there long (laughs) if you don't bring anything to the table. What are you doing? Yeah. You got to have an impact, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so. Yeah. A lot of people, I feel like, sometimes just get a position, they're just happy to be there and mm-hmm. they kind of don't. Yeah. And they just, thought, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, wow. that's dope. That's yeah. dope. I, I think I think it takes that, but it takes experiences. I can even speak for myself. I, You know, I remember doing an um, internship um, for, uh, for iHeartRadio at one point, and it was brief, but that experience, because it didn't go the way I thought it would, right? Yeah. But that experience, man, it planted so many seeds in my mind in terms of, how militant you have to be, in a sense, yeah. when you go into a situation, knowing what I want out of it, right? And I think that's exactly what you did when you said, "Okay, um, I know why I'm here," right? Yeah. And, and, and it took you to, you know, it took you to, it took you on to other things, right? And, and yeah. a better understanding yeah. of yourself. It's interesting though, because so I was at Rough Riders for a year and a half. It was a great experience. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot and I made a lot of friends. And I made an impact. And then I was at MTV after that. And it was an entirely different experience. And it just mm. goes to show that you always have to stay humble and stay ready. Mm-hmm. Because I, so I had a production management internship at MTV, um, which was the reason I ended up leaving Rough Riders. And, you know, Viacom, huge corporation. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. like, going into Manhattan, like, a couple of times a week. So mm-hmm. now I'm really feeling like, okay, like, I'm out yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but... I was like shy, like, you know, I got there and I had my desk and everything. I'd show up every day and just kind of do what was asked of me. And in an internship at a company like Viacom, like that is not enough. Mm -hmm. Like there's a trillion interns there. Like if you're not willing to like always be up making the rounds, asking what's needed of you, like going the extra mile, like that'll come and go like nothing. Being proactive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was another, like, huge learning opportunity for me. I ended up, like, getting a lot out of it in terms of what I saw and what I was exposed to and Mm. the experience of being there, but I didn't make as big of an impact there because I didn't have the same mindset I did when Mm. I went into Rough Riders. So you just always got to stay ready and and proactive and and curious, Mm. you know? Mm. I find that interesting because it's kind of like breaking out your comfort zone. Yeah. Kind of like how you said you were shy, but... You know, once you break out that comfort zone, you start making the moves you got to make, then it's kind of like yeah. you to. to where you want to be, right? Yeah. 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 No, that's real. That's real. Um, and I think, you know, a, a big thing about it is a lot of times people talk about what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want this. I want that. Yeah. We, this is mm-hmm. something we talked about, I remember. Um, but you need to know what you don't want. I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, knowing what you don't want, right? Um, is that something you may have saw when you got to Viacom, in a sense? In, in, in comparison to what you were doing at Rough Riders, where you felt like, okay, um, I, I kind of have a better understanding and I know why yeah. I'm here. And then when you were there, did it feel like, uh, why am I really here? Was it like that? Yeah. I mean, I think you you figure out what works for you along the way. Like, I think I figured out by comparing the two that what worked for me at Rough Riders was that I had, like, a super engaged um, team around me. Okay. And at Viacom, like everybody's kind of out for themselves. Like gotcha. the people, they work there, they're doing their job. Like they're not going to nurture you. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was nurtured at Rough Riders. Yeah. And so 
you you over time learn to articulate like what kind of work environment works for you and what you respond to best um and that's always valuable it takes time it takes time yeah. it takes time well um so now let's let's talk about obviously um your work experience led you to being um i would say you know an expert in this in this realm um this is an interesting question i have for you right because yeah. for, for you being a black woman and and i'm sure rough riders and viacom were just one two of many different um companies that trusted you with their brand right mm-hmm. but you know did you ever feel um some pushback from from a vision you may have for how things should be done um by a company that you knew didn't probably understand your culture mm-hmm. and, and where you were coming from um so what was that like did you ever have a moment where there was some pushback in terms of the, the casting the vision that you had you know interestingly i don't i have had those moments i don't think that it's been from like cultural disconnect though because okay. i've pursued working with clients who who want to work with me because i relate to them on a cultural that's good. standpoint mm-hmm. that's so good. Mm-hmm. when i started my company and when i and i've been freelancing consulting for some time like i was working with people who wanted to work with a, a woman of color or who mm. wanted to work with a black person or somebody who at least um understood how community works Mm. so so they sought me out for that reason Mm. but the thing that comes with that is i was also intentionally working with people who didn't have a lot of experience working with a marketing professional or who didn't really understand the importance of marketing and branding Mm. so when i've gotten pushback it's mostly been on like you know why is this valuable why should i invest money in this aspect of the business like Mm -hmm. what difference does it make if i'm on instagram or not like it's mostly just come from a place of like not knowing mm. you know and not mm-hmm. not having worked at that level just a lack of understanding yeah lack, lack of knowledge of, of what you know is yeah. gonna work and yeah. like, yeah. uh, i don't see it <laughs> yeah 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 and so i learned early on like in the earlier iterations of my business where i had to like kind of edit my business model several times because i thought you know i'm a professional i'm gonna come in tell them kind of what the scope of work is and what my plan is and mm-hmm. they're gonna trust me to do it but i ended up spending and i, I still end up spending a lot of time educating my clients about Mm. what the process is and why we're doing it that way. Mm. And so I learned that I needed to really integrate that part into my business model and how I promote Mm. it and and how I temper expectations. Like, so I'm just as much a designer and a strategist as I am like an educator and a business coach. At the same, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be able to teach it. Sometimes, you know, teaching something is how you learn it the best, right? Yeah, I always heard that growing up. It's like, you can teach something and you, you know what I mean? And you know it, you know? Absolutely. That's real. That's real. Um, so going from going from that, um, you know, you, you got your hands on a lot of different things, right? Mm-hmm. You can't I wouldn't say you can put yourself in a box, um, but what, what we're talking about branding. And I know you got a lot of things that you're doing right now. Right. Yeah. Um, what, what, obviously, you launched branding with Brie, um, that platform. Um, and so we had a conversation uh, recently about something that's on the horizon that yeah. I know you're excited about. I'm very excited about after hearing yeah, about it um, called the new professional. Yeah. Um, and, and so tell us a little bit about that platform, kind of give a description of its purpose and, and what you guys are aiming to accomplish with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I do a lot of thinking about like what the ultimate impact is that I want to make, like outside of just what I do tactically, like what mm-hmm. what's my purpose, right? So one of the things that I care a lot about is that the younger generation, like the current generation of millennials and those coming up underneath us, and particularly those of us who come from like um, disadvantaged communities or historically disenfranchised identity groups that 
that we know what our options are in terms of finding success mm -hmm. um, and that we are empowered to pursue those options, mm. whether or not we come from a lot of resources or a lot of like um, background knowledge or mentorship. Like I want us all to be equipped to forge our own path to success. Mm. So a few months ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Um, he's an actor and we were talking about his brand. And he mentioned in the conversation, he was like, you know, I don't really like the term uh, professionalism. Mm. And it caught my attention. I was like, you know, why do you feel that way? It was like, I just feel like it has like connotations that, you know, are not really inclusive of like, you know, everybody's like style or approach or, you yeah. know, you know, the way that we think of professionalism can be kind of limiting. Very general. Um, You're right. Yeah. Very and general. I think that it evokes images of like having a fly suit and like having exactly. a corner <laughs> office and shit. We were just talking about And so, and, but crazy. I, I like the term professionalism because I believe in like having a certain like code of conduct with how you do business. Yeah. And so it's, that conversation with him really sparked my interest. And so, um, basically the, the concept that I came up with is that, uh, the things that allow us to be professional are things like informed decision-making, um, financial literacy, uh, professional etiquette, just mm. being aware of mm. how to write an email even, like mm. um, proper communication mm -hmm. skills, mm -hmm. like high standards for ourselves. Like mm -hmm. the things that are actually substantial about professionalism have nothing to do with where you work or what you wear or, what or you how much do. money you yeah, make yeah, or yeah. what you do, right? Yeah. So, um, so the concept of the new professional that I wanted to create a one day like pop-up academy basically where we would hit on four core subject areas mm -hmm. from self-care to financial literacy to um the professional workspace to entrepreneurship or freelancing or creative gotcha. mm. you know gotcha. basically a one-stop shop for a lot of the lessons that we don't learn in school mm -mm. um and i want it to be taught by people who are currently young professionals figuring it out like yeah. oftentimes we get these messages about how to act right from yeah. generations that are far removed from us, yeah. um, telling us how we should be presenting ourselves. Mm -hmm. But I have a network of incredibly talented, impressive friends who are forging paths to success that are like off the beaten path. Like yeah. maybe they mm -hmm. didn't get a formal education mm -hmm. and they're still an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, maybe they're an artist, but they're figuring out how to make a living off of that yeah. art. Like, yeah. So I want to bring them together and basically create a platform where we can talk to other people our own age as well as like 16, 17, 18 year olds yeah. before they hit the adulting world <laughs> about what works and what doesn't and yeah. just have like candid conversations about be, it. Be relatable. Yeah. Right? I think we talked about that being mm -hmm. that the term professionalism, like you got to teach them how to be a modern day professional. Right. right. It's not, it's so archaic now to just rock a suit and tie. To, remember you was telling about the, the like homie. It could, it could like, <laughs> Like, let's say somebody who doesn't like to wear suit and ties, right? Yeah. And they look at it and they're just like, oh, damn, I can't be a professional. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're changing that whole narrative. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's more about the concept yeah. than the image, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah. You, you were talking about that um, one uh, interview. One of your friends went to an interview or, or he talked about an interview where he came in with a oh, suit. Oh, yeah. The interview, my, yeah. interviewer was like. Or he my, yeah. pretty much was like <laughs> one of my old managers. Yeah. When he was getting interviewed or whatever, he came in a full suit. Mm -hmm. And then the guy that was interviewing him had like sandals and shorts, yeah, and man. he's just like, you know, kind of threw <laughs> yeah. him off. He's like, oh damn. You know, so. <laughs> so where do you think that comes from, though? Right? That I mean, obviously we, it's been fed and ingrained in yeah. our in our brains, right? Since we were kids and, and growing up, mm -hmm. like, oh, you want to get a job? This is how you're supposed to yeah. work. Mm -hmm. This is how you're supposed to act. But what I love about the new professional platform is it's teaching you how to, you know, create your own 
go back to it create your own brand right (laughs) (laughs) create but but know yourself at the same time i Mm -hmm. think you're you're building your character that's what that's what's most important is character you know yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely it's definitely about character um and i i mean i guess i think about it a lot too because i always knew coming up in school that I was going to have some privileges based on the way that I spoke or the things that I've read or the the network that I developed because of the schools that I went to yeah. that other folks in my community were not going to have. Yeah. And and that was it was never okay with me to just take those things and not find a way to translate that back mm. to where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um but on top of that like College is not for everybody, Facts. you know, a corner Facts. office or whatever, <laughs> corporate world, like that's not for everybody. And I don't ever want somebody to feel like they can't take themselves seriously or mm-hmm. make a living that's comfortable for them just because they're not choosing a path that, yeah. that mm-hmm. looks conventional. Or they don't fit yeah. this box yeah. right, that they're supposed to be in, right? Yeah, because you mold. get a bunch of like super creative people just kind of like sitting at the house, like sitting on talent yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, they, they can't see the way yeah. to make a, a lifestyle off of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a different era. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. different, bro. It's a, it's a do-yourself era. Do yourself yeah. era we yeah. have so many resources, maybe sometimes to a fault, right. right? To where it's like, oh, damn, I could do this, I could do this. Yeah. At the click of a button, right? But sometimes you you just need direction, right? Yeah. And I think that's something that the new pl- the new um, the new professional can definitely help help young you know young um, young kids and, and yeah. young teenagers grow yeah. up and, and get into. Um, no, and yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, you go. Ahead. Okay, well, so so <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm sure you have. Um, a very strategic way of rolling this out, right? <laughs> I <laughs> do. Right. I, I would assume. I would assume you got some plans. So, yeah. so how do you how do you plan on um, rolling this out and, and and giving it giving it to the people? Well, so the idea is that the actual event itself would take place in fall of 2019. Okay. Um, but leading up to that, I really want to kind of build the platform in advance. And so the idea is to do a limited series uh, podcast mm. where I'm going to be interviewing. It's going to be like six episodes and just interviewing people from my network who are working in different fields or kind of doing their thing. Um, each episode would have a different theme. Um, and I want to just have those candid conversations with them about, mm. about what works and what doesn't. Um, and I want that podcast to kind of air in the weeks leading up to the event so mm. that the audiences who may be attendees of the event have an opportunity to get to know some of the guests mm. before they actually get to the day of conference. Um, That's dope. I put a lot of thought into this because I've, I've attended a lot of like conferences and networking events and stuff like that. And, you know, some of them are really valuable and some of them, you know, are big productions without a lot of substance. And I basically just like made a list of all the things that I don't like about my conference mm-hmm. experience. And mm-hmm. I was like, how can I kind of make sure that I avoid that and yeah. what I put on? And one of the things that I've noticed is that some conferences, like there's a ton of momentum around the day. Then the day comes and goes and there's no follow up. The platform doesn't exist outside yeah. of the event itself. So I was like, I want to continue the dialogue, mm. um, have it build up to an event, but make sure that we're still like holding conversations about it yeah. even beyond that. So yeah. that's where the idea to do the podcast series yeah. as well came from. That, yeah. that's, that's, that's important. Amazing. You got to get amazing. that message out there. You know, that's that's, yeah. a, that's a message that needs to, that a lot of people need to hear. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So I think it should be good. So the idea is to um, start working on some fundraising for, for the platform this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do like a couple of fundraising events. Um, I'll apply for some grants and things like that. And mm-hmm. then the full fledged kind of coordinating for the whole thing is going to start this fall. Man. Um, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, <laughs> man. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, man, but, but that's such a, that's such an important thing for, for the young kids, right? Especially yeah. from our communities, right? Like they need to have people who look like them, um, who they can relate to tell them, yo, it's okay. 
You don't yeah. gotta, you don't gotta have it figured out where you're at right now. Exactly. Right. But these are some things that you should know right now. Yeah. Right? I think that's mm-hmm. the key ingredient is that's like, good. is it to, to come from the voices of people who are figuring it out as we go? Oh, like, mm-hmm. because also like this day and age, shit changes really quickly, yeah. you know, and, and technology changes really quickly in the ways that we can use it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something important about just kind of a living document of how we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are just things that, you know, we have to unlearn from our cultural backgrounds and communities. Yeah. There's things like some of us just never learned how to like balance our finances. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know nothing about how to yeah. invest something. Like, yeah. you know, we have an opportunity right now to kind of change the norms of where we come from and i think that we should actively do that yeah i mean and those disadvantages and disenfranchisement like all that has been you know it's deeply rooted right i think we know i mean you know know what i'm saying if you're if you're up on that history and and you know where we come from what we've been through in this country um and so it, it takes it takes things like this like the new professional and platforms such as that um, to change the way we think. Because at the right. end of the day, it's all about the mental, right? Yeah. It's all about the mental. So we got to change the way we think. Um, and I think um, also something I want to touch on as well, you, you've been given a lot of great opportunities, I feel like, just to be an influencer and, and someone who impacts culture. Um, more particularly, I'm sure you're excited about what you got going on tomorrow Yeah. Um, at the Black Babes Brunch, which yeah. is put on by Black Seattle. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah. Um, so they have you as a keynote speaker. That's um, right. I'm not surprised. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not surprised why. Um, so, so what's that about? How, I guess if you can explain that 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 event. Um, I've heard about it, but I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah, my understanding is that it's pretty new. Uh, Black Seattle, it's like this duo that's just kind of like trying to create they, they have a big presence in the digital space now where they're just trying to make sure people know about the events going on around town mm-hmm. that appeal to, you know, young black Seattleites. Uh, but the Black Babes and Brunch event, I think that this is their second or third one. I'm not sure which. Um, but it's kind of like a networking opportunity for young black women in the area and various fields to come together. The one tomorrow is specifically going to focus on branding um, and, and what, what the misconceptions are, how to do it effectively. Um, they reached out to me like a couple of months ago, and I think they must have found me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, we met up at Cafe Evel and talked about it, and I was totally down. Um, it's going to be at Hillman City Collaboratory. I'm super excited. That's a great yeah. That's a great space yeah. for anybody who's not familiar with it. Yeah. So anytime I can kind of get in a room with people and, like, just have a conversation about branding, yeah. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. It's one thing to work one-on-one with clients and, like, work on a specific project, but, like, Branding and marketing across the board, regardless of industry and whether you're doing it for a business or yourself, like it all comes down to kind of some core things, which is like storytelling and visual presentation and like mm. engagement. Mm. Like, and so I love talking to a room full of people from various fields and backgrounds because you get to see what the commonality is mm. across all of those. So that's um, a skill, it's gonna man. Be dope. That's yeah, a, that's, a, that's a dope. That's a dope skill yeah. to have. So speaking of branding, like what would be like, so what would be like a conversation you would have about branding? Like some, like if somebody wanted to go into branding, like what's some like key pieces of advice you'd give them? I think I always want to start with making sure people are clear on like what branding is not. Cause I feel like there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of misconceptions that, 
that the brand is the value. Like yeah. you nowadays, especially everybody feels like they have a brand. Like yeah. Yeah. you, everybody can build a brand, but mm-hmm. everybody's not just automatically a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, so what I try to emphasize is like, the work, the product, like the core offer, like that's what has to be strong first. Mm, okay. um, the brand is intended to add value to that. Yeah. So so what I mean by that is like, and I this is one of the other major lessons I learned earlier on in my business was that um, a lot of clients haven't solidified their business model yet. Mm-hmm. Like important things like, is your revenue stream solid? Like is the product that you offer actually like sustainable for you to produce? Like mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm have to be nailed down first. And when it comes to personal branding, it's things like, you know, do you know what your core competencies are? Mm. Like, what are you actually great at mm-hmm. yeah. um, in practice? Like, what have you studied? What have you researched? Yeah. What kind of experience do you have under your belt to, to validate what you say about yourself? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, if somebody wants to get into branding, I, st- I just mainly focus on the fact that recognize that it's a tool used to promote something that's already valuable. Mm-hmm. It, it cannot be the value itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other reason why it's important for me to talk to young people about branding mm-hmm. because a lot of folks think like there's no barrier to entry anymore. You can throw up an Instagram page, yeah. you know, and you think if you have like 5,000 followers, <laughs> like you are somebody <laughs> Yeah, like that, that doesn't sustain itself. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, just understanding like branding is a tool. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of detailed critical thinking. Um, I think the, the detail-oriented part is one of my core strengths with people too. Is mm-hmm. like because I think of everything I mean, when you first pitch your idea. Like I have all the questions and all the answers mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, do you know what channels you're gonna market that mm-hmm. on? What are your colors? What yeah. are your fonts like? Yeah. So one of the things that I like to bring to my clients and the reasons I work with small businesses is because I'm like a one-stop shop for like various parts of a marketing department. Got it. A lot of larger corporations have an art director, have a copywriter, gotcha. have somebody that does digital. Mm, you rarely okay. find a, a source that has everything in one. Yeah. So I try to be that. And it's coming from the that's same dope. voice too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times dope. the message can get diluted when it's coming from this person, yeah, this person. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's yeah. dope. Um, yeah, no, I actually was um, pulled something from your Instagram page that really spoke out to me, but um, it talked about, um, I think what you just explained touches on that, but it says figure out your why before your how to yeah right man and uh, yeah I, yeah that's that's no. something i live by yeah. like yeah. why that's yeah. real it's like you think you got something but you don't even know like why you're even mm-hmm. why you why you why are you posting this right now right mm-hmm. like why why are you making these flyers right like yeah. why why'd you create this logo why'd you you know yeah. um put up promote this message but you got to have that why before you can actually do it right yeah and you just always have to be asking yourself why like you not you don't just answer it once mm-hmm. and then not ask yourself why for another year. Like you have to always like and I think I learned that especially working with like nonprofits um, and small businesses like sometimes you're just trying to get stuff done. Like mm-hmm. you're on autopilot. You're like, oh, we got a fundraising event because we, we do a fundraising event every year. Yeah, just so let's just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and, and somebody in the room has to be like, but yo, like, did you raise more money last year than you did the year before? Mm-hmm. And if not why like yeah, is there yeah. a way that you could switch up the format of this event so that you actually yield the results you're looking for yeah. like th- you always have to be asking the right questions uh, so that you're doing the right activities so that's that's where that comes stay from stay curious like, yeah. yeah stay curious it's yeah. all about like improvement that's what yeah. it sounds like because it's like you're not asking those questions yeah. how you know you're gonna improve you yeah know, so. you keep it keep it real yeah. with yourself man yeah, some yeah. people don't want some people know 
They know. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want to ask themselves a question. And that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for um. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, usually uh, I always ask this question here. Um, you know, towards the end of our show because um, this this question will give you a chance to kind of sum up um all the value you just gave us but then also it'll talk a little bit more about the value that you're going to bring down okay. the line um so if you can what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up hmm. you only got one word i know <laughs> i like how we get the same reaction from everybody yeah it's like every time yeah. um This word drives everything I do in life, and I'll see if I'm able to explain how this ties back to branding, but empathy. Empathy. Yeah. Um, I think, like, ultimately, what, what I feel is that our entire experience in this world is about how we relate to or connect to other people, like other beings, right? So... You know, and that ties into marketing and branding in the sense that it's all about communicating in a way that's palatable to somebody you don't know. Mm. Like, it's all about being able to express yourself and be understood mm-hmm. by somebody that, that is a stranger to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that empathy is what keeps me on the up and up because no matter what is going on in the world and no matter what we're all going through as individuals, mm. like, if you know that you're not alone, somehow that keeps us alive out here mm. like that that is That's what real. keeps us yeah. showing up every day because yeah. the fact of the matter is like yeah. we don't have to show up every day That's like true. for each other for yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. like yeah. we don't have to be here you That's know true. but it's it's knowing that we're not the only ones mm-hmm. it's knowing that there are people who love us or that we have an opportunity to touch people that keeps us like moving yeah um yeah so it's bigger. Yeah. It's bigger than the individual. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, yeah, I love I like that, that one. one. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, man. And, you know, thank you for, for coming through, being a guest on our show. Yeah. Um, you know, share, sharing your story, dropping a lot of these gems, dropping jewels all over the studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, and, you know, we wish you much success with, you with everything you got yeah. going on. Um, you know, the new professional platform. Um, branding by Bree and everything else, and please come back when the yeah. platform is ready to Let go. Absolutely, we're gonna you push all that. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you yeah, and um, yeah, you're Dope. officially a member of the Up and Up. Yes. 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 Thank you guys, that was great. Thank you, appreciate it.